0: Israel and the, world. And, the world. and the world and the world and the world. Chesed v'shalom, beloved ones. Grace and peace to you. Welcome today to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'd like to begin just by thanking all of you that are supporting this ministry. Because of you, Millions of people around the earth have been touched. Thank you so much for your support. Cynthia, we're continuing today our study in the light of thinking supernaturally and I think that one of the primary applications of the words that the Lord gave me to speak to his people in relationship to these messages and this concept is we have to believe that God is doing something in us right where we're at yes instead of always trying to run someplace else right and and I think God wants us to get a hold of the now Mm -hmm. where do we get anxious It's from anxiety due to thoughts about what's going to happen in the future you know all these thoughts that can just take us off into fears and but he wants us to take a hold of he's here now he's here now he's in you Mm -hmm. right now if you've received jesus into your heart then you've asked and the holy spirit is yours he's here now and he wants to develop that relationship that's supernatural and takes us out of the natural into the the unseen world of Father's love that will carry us all the way to the end. So we want to live in the now. Amen. Shalom Ahuvim, shalom my beloved friends. We're continuing a message today that I'm calling thinking in the light of the supernatural, the light of supernatural thinking. This is now the third message in the series. I really want to encourage you to go back and listen to the other two transformative messages. I'm not going to take too much time in review today. I left off last time by talking about the fact that wherever we're at, we need to be facing Hashem. We need to be facing God in our circumstances, whether we're dealing with something that's just happening in our mind or whether we're dealing with something that's happening in our outer circumstances, rather than running... We need to be facing the Lord and asking God, Father, what do you want me to receive right now, right where I'm at? See, the problem is you and I are not receiving all that God wants to give us right where we're at, regardless of what you're going through. And we go through many difficulties in this life. The Bible says through many challenges, we must enter the kingdom of God. Jesus said in this world, you'll have trouble, but be of good cheer Be of good cheer. He didn't put the emphasis on the trouble. He put the emphasis on the good cheer. In this world, Yeshua said, you'll have trouble, but be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. But the challenge that you and I have is to believe that God is good regardless of what we're facing and that He's doing something good in it. And the key to breakthrough is not running from what we're facing, but rather looking to God in what we're facing, asking Him what is it that He's wanting us to receive in this situation. Facing the storm and the headwinds head on rather than letting the enemy take us out of facing the truth, By seducing us with pleasure, which is what I talked about last week, I'm not going to go back and review, or the enemy causes us to to run from where we're at by causing us, listen now, or deceiving us into running from our pain. No pain, no gain. We have to face the truth. And there are so many challenges that are being presented to us that need to be confronted conquered and faced rather than running from. If we run from difficulty our whole life, we'll never get strong and you won't get happy and have breakthrough until you get strong. And so we're talking about thinking supernaturally. What happens to us, my beloved friend, is that when we face a challenge in our life, and a lot of it is just mental, I mean, it's just everybody's in their own world because everyone lives in their own mental space. And the enemy is continually trying to put his picture in our mind. The enemy is a spirit and he's continually trying to inject thoughts of fear, thoughts of worry, and thoughts of unbelief into our brain. Just like he did Yeshua in the wilderness. He's able to project a thought realm He's able to reject a spiritual construct of thought into our mind. And if we don't recognize what's going on and learn how to cut him off and say no to him, we're going to spend our whole life trapped in fear, doubt, and unbelief, shame, accusation, hatred. So you and I, rather than running from these thoughts when they come into our mind or running from our challenges, instead we need to understand what's going on put our shield up, stay grounded, and stay in connection with Hashem, in connection with God to receive from Him what He wants to deposit into us in the middle of our situation. So when we have a thought of fear, rather than running from the thought of fear by going to do something, oh, I think I'll go do this. Oh, I think I'll go eat that. Oh, I think I'll go watch TV. Oh, I think I'll call my friend. Oh, I think I'll get on the computer without even realizing we're running from our fears and anxiety rather than distracting ourselves with busyness, which is what Satan wants us to do. We do instead face the fears and the anxieties and the challenges head on in the Lord and go through them. But the enemy doesn't want us to go through them. He doesn't want us to face the Lord in the middle of our situations and get breakthrough. So what he tries to do is to take us out of being grounded in God's power by either seducing us with a thought of pleasure so that we run from staying where we're at, grounded and moving through in the Lord. We run to go get something to eat or to be busy or to reach out to a friend or to get in our computers. He either seduces us that way or he makes us think that, uh, you, you know, do this and you'll escape the pain. He, makes, he motivates us either for the desire for pleasure or he motivates us by a seduction and a deception that we can escape the pain. But as I said last time I spoke on this topic, we can't escape the pain by running because wherever you go, there you are. I encourage you to get last time's broadcast on this subject. You see, what the Lord wants us to apprehend and to grab a hold of is this. If we're going to experience His power and grace on this earth, in this present life, we have to stop looking for God there and we need to instead look for Him here. In other words, many of us are running like a, like, a, like a mouse on a little wheel that's trying and trying and trying to get somewhere, but no matter how hard the mouse pedals, the wheel just keeps spinning, a hamster or a mouse on a wheel. Many of us are living life like that because the enemy keeps on telling us, when you get there, you'll feel peace. And so we're constantly running around, staying busy, trying to get there. But once again, it never works because wherever you go, there you are. So rather than looking for the Lord there, we need to be grounded and look for the Lord here. And rather than thinking we're going to experience God's presence then, we need to be grounded and realize if we're going to experience His presence, we must experience Him now. It's not then and there, it's here and now. Many of us are constantly abandoning ship thinking that if we go someplace else, if we can get there, if this happens, then if I get promoted, then if I get married, then if I have a baby, then if I get a new house, then if I remodel my kitchen, then we're always thinking it's going to be then. But once again, it's the same problem wherever you go. There you are. If we're going to walk in the power of God, it's got to be in the here and the now. We've got to break off the mindset of the then and the there. Now, it is true, beloved, that our reward, our full reward is not in this world, that we're going to one day see Jesus face to face. That is for sure. And when that happens, the veil is going to be completely removed and we're going to be exactly like he is. That's a truth. But on the other side of the equation, it's also true that Jesus said in the scriptures through his apostle, as he was in this world, as Yeshua was in the world, so also now are we. And so God wants us to have that mindset, the mindset of Jesus. Jesus was always conscious of the Father. So to think supernaturally, we need to stop trying to escape our pain, stop running to pleasure, and instead try to find the Lord right where we're at here and now, praying to him continuously from our soul, Father God, let me receive from you everything that I should be receiving from you right now. There's a reason that I'm experiencing what I'm experiencing right now. There's something that you wanna deposit in me. There's something you want me to learn. I'm not gonna run. I'm I'm gonna keep working to stay connected to you so I can receive everything that I can only receive from you by going through right what I'm going through now. Thinking supernaturally, it gives a different spin on things because when we think like that and we have confidence in God's goodness, confidence in his sovereignty, confidence in his banner of love over your life individually, specifically and personally that all things are working together for good to you to be conformed to the image of God's Son and you're being brought into a deeper experience of His reality. When you approach life like that, then you know that every trial that you're encountering is actually working for your good and you can embrace it. And again, this is why James said Count it all joy when you encounter various trials that come to you for the testing of your faith, that perseverance and character will be developed in you and that you'll end up complete, lacking nothing. We've been very blessed here to go around the world and preach the Gospel in many different places. Recently, we were in Uganda and just a few days back, I got a message from one of the pastors there. He wanted to know how to pronounce a certain Hebrew word. He told me whenever I use a Hebrew word, he writes it down in a little book he has and he's taking notes because he wants to learn these little Hebrew phrases as well. And so with that in mind, I bring you today's Hebrew phrase. It's Shevach. La'el. It means glory to God. Shebech La'el. And I love that phrase because at the root of our soul, in the root of our disposition, we should understand that God is looking for everything to be alive to Him. Glory to God. In Him, everything lives and moves and has its being, for from Him, and through Him, and to Him are all things. And so we say, glory to God, in Hebrew, shevach la'el, shevach, glory to God. So once again, shevach la'el, glory to God. We are created for His glory. He saved us to the praise of His glorious grace. And every day when we wake up in the morning, what we should be putting in front of us is, Father, how can I fulfill Your plan for my life today? How can I honor You and bring You glory?
1: We've been called to be salt and light to the world, but Rabbi cannot share the truths from God's Word without help from you. Would you pray and consider donating or becoming a monthly partner with Rabbi as he ministers principles from God's Word through television, the internet, and on-the-ground outreaches, equipping the body of Christ, building the church, and evangelizing the world? Call 800-777-7835 or visit DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com. Join those who have said yes to the calling Help Rabbi build God's kingdom through the global outreaches of Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Call today or visit DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com.
0: You see, the goal is to see Jesus. And Jesus is found in the depths, not in the challenge, not in the shallows. Yeshua is found in the depths, not in the shallows and going through difficulties bring us into the depths. This is why Paul said in the book of 2 Corinthians, he said, I'd have you know, brethren, that I am burdened excessively beyond strength so that I despair even of life. He said, but these challenges are happening to me that I'd learn to trust in God that raises the dead rather than in trusting in myself. Did you hear what I just said? Paul said he was going through so many challenges and struggles that life was so hard for him that he it made it like, oh man, I got to face this another day. But then he rejoiced, he said, but there's a purpose in this. I'm going through all these challenges that are too big for me to face on my own because God is teaching me to trust in him that raises the dead rather than in myself. So Paul was able to write to us to embrace our challenges because in, his, uh, in our weakness, Paul said, his power is being perfected. So this is how you and I need to wake up every day. We don't know what we're going to be faced with every day, but we should face every day with joy, knowing that as we move through each day with God, we're being brought deeper into the depths, into a deeper experience of knowing him in us, Yeshua in us, more fully. And the more fully, beloved one, that you know him in you, the more content the more fulfilled and the more happy you will be. So we need to break the cycle of fear and start thinking in the supernatural light of God's Spirit and His Word. Remember I said the enemy is always trying to project thoughts into our minds of worry, fear, anxiety, temptation, deception, negativity, hostility, all the things that the enemy represents. You and I need to recognize we have a choice You have a will. That's why you're created in God's image. This is what makes you, beloved one, unique, because you have a will. You can choose to accept the enemy's thought, or you can choose to reject it and believe that God is good, God loves you, God has a purpose for your life, Jesus commanded us not to be afraid and not to worry that we're to dwell that which is good and lovely and of good report. You and I have a choice every single day about what thoughts we're gonna focus on. At any given time, I am being given a choice as to what I'm gonna allow my mind to take a hold of. Or am I gonna allow my mind to take a hold of a thought of accusation against somebody? Or am I gonna reject that thought and instead choose to have mercy and love and grace for that person. You see, it's always a choice. Am I gonna allow the enemy to choose to make me worry or fear, or am I gonna reject that, instead say, no, God, I believe that you're sovereign, that you love me, that you reign over my life, and I'm going to have joy. I'm going to be confident. I'm going to rejoice in you. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to show my faith in you, Father, that I believe in you above everything. And I know in doing this, Father, this will make you happy. It's all about exercising our will. It's all about exercising our will. The light of thinking supernaturally. Know that you're in a battle. That's why the scripture says our fight is not against flesh and blood. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities of spiritual wickedness. So you have to get wise and you have to wake yourself up and put all this negativity off. You're in a battle. You have to wake up and stand up and break it off you and say, I'm going to believe your good God. I'm going to believe your sovereign God. I'm going to be a person that's encouraged. I'm going to be a person that's walking in your light. I'm going to walk in the light of Hashem. I'm going to walk in the light, Father, of your word. I'm going to believe Jesus. I'm going to believe he is who he said he is, that all authority in heaven and earth has been given to him. And I'm going to believe his word when he told me, do not be afraid. Jesus said once again in this world, you shall have trouble, but be of good cheer. So my question to you, dear friend, dear brother and sister, will you choose to allow the difficulties of life to suppress you and depress you and discourage you and make you sad and make you anxious? Will you live in defeat or will you take a hold of the light of Hashem Will you take a hold of the light of His Word and resist those types of thoughts and instead stand on Jesus and walk on water with Him? You see, you can walk on water and I can walk on water every single day by choosing our thoughts rightly. Let me say it again. You can walk on water every single day By choosing to dwell in God's light, in his thoughts, in the truth of his word. And so how are you going to approach your life? Will you declare war right now on defeatism? How can you live in defeatism when the Bible says that you've been raised with Christ and are seated with him in the heavenly places? How can you walk in defeat... When the Bible says God is causing all things to work together for your good to conform you to the image of a son. How can we walk in defeat when Jesus said, my peace I give unto you? How can we settle for defeat when Jesus said, my joy I give to you? How can we walk in defeat when the Bible says, greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world? How can we settle for defeat where the Bible says neither height or depth, breath, or width, nor any created thing can separate us from the love of God. But no, in everything, we are more than conquerors, and we continually triumph, that we're triumphant in life. So how can we settle for defeat unless the enemy has broken our faith and broken our back with unbelief? I speak power and light and life to you right now. I release the truth of Father God and Yeshua into your soul right now and into your mind through his word. Father, I ask you to release right now a spirit of wisdom and revelation into your people. I ask you, Father God, to strengthen us all by the power that raised your son, Yeshua of Nazareth, from the dead. Father, we come into alignment and into agreement with you right now, and we repent, Father, of thinking thoughts of sickness, being bound up, Father God, in grief. Father, we release ourselves now to trust you. Do you know what the worst and most grievous sin, beloved one, is that you and I commit? We won't open up our heart to trust in God's love. It's the most dangerous, foul sin in the universe. It is the most dangerous sin in all of of creation that you and I will not open up our hearts fully to trust in Hashem's love, to trust in the Creator's love for us. You see, because if we don't open up our heart to trust in His love, we seal ourselves off of His salvation. In order to receive Him fully, we must let go of our fears, let go of our grief, let go of our bitterness. Let go of our accusation. Let go of our doubt. We must let go of all that to entrust ourselves to Him, to surrender ourselves to Him, to open up and let Him in, to let go of the past and to fully surrender to trust in His love. To not do that seals our fate in death and isolation. So I encourage you now and I declare over you now a new faith and a new courage and a new confidence in the light of God's Word to open up your heart to Him and trust Him completely, regardless of what you're going through or what is going on in your life. He is bigger than it all. He's even bigger than your faithlessness because when you're faithless, beloved, He remains faithful to His own. He remains faithful to you. So Father, we celebrate your goodness today. We worship you today. We thank you, thank you, thank you, Father God, today. What can we say, Father God? We love you and we endeavor to fully live in the light of trusting in your love from this day forward. The light of thinking supernaturally involves the renewing of our mind. We have to think different than the mindset of the world. See, the world would have us believe, the culture of the age would have us think that when we give something, we end up losing something in the process. But the mind of the kingdom states differently. The mindset of the kingdom of God is that it's in giving that we receive. I want to encourage you to stretch yourself as the Holy Spirit is leading you. And this applies even to our finances as it relates to sowing into the kingdom. Jesus taught that when we give towards the kingdom, it comes back to us pressed down good measure and running over into our lap. Elijah told the widow to take the little bit of flour and oil that she had and serve it up as an offering to the Lord in feeding him first. When she did that, her resources were multiplied. As were the five loaves and the two fish, we all know the story. If this ministry is blessing you, beloved, I encourage you to give unto the Lord through it.
2: Here's how you can donate or become a monthly partner. Send your tax-deductible gift to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, PO Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan 49228. Or to give by credit card, visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 1-800-777-7835 or text the keyword rabbi to 45777. To show our appreciation, we'll send you an audio CD and download of Rabbi's Message of the Month and our most recent newsletter. Your gift is bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance to Israel and the world through television, internet, and crusade outreaches. Finally, many of us have honored God with our finances while living, but have we considered how we can honor the Lord with our finances when we pass on? For more information, click Will and Estate Gifts at DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com.
0: In the book of Numbers, chapter six, the Lord gave instructions to Moses and Aaron to speak this blessing over his people. And the Lord said, when you speak these words over my people, I will place my name on them and bless them. Receive the impartation of the Lord's blessings. Yava recheche Yahweh Vaishmaren kha Ya Yahweh banavela kha Vi khuna kha Isaiahweh is peace, God bless you, and Shalom.
1: Authentic, straightforward, and uncompromising. Find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. If two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. Let our prayer team pray for you. Send us your prayer request today by visiting our website or writing to the address on the screen. Our prayer team lifts up every individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony we want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage others. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony.
2: This episode concludes the series, The Light of Thinking Supernaturally, Season 1. If you've enjoyed this series and would like to purchase a copy, visit our website or call the number on your screen.